This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Mattress Firm's Labor Day sale ends Monday. Get a king mattress for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin for a savings of up to $600. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend just $4.99. And Friday through Monday, get a Beautyrest Queen mattress for just $99. Visit mattressfirm.com or a store near you for the best deal of the season. Only at Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. $99 mattress offer available in-store only at the Boss Supplies last. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com slash sale. Back in, you're listening to the October 27, 2017 edition of the Fantasy Football Mailbag, a word of his podcast dedicated to answering all of your fantasy football questions. And we're also brought to you by MyBookie. I'm your host, Jeremy Hart at Fantasy Gumshoe. Joining me today on the show is a writer over at Dynasty League Football, a con- contributor here at The Viz, and a co host of the Dynasty Tradecast, also brought to you by Rotoviz Radio, one of the many fire starter pods here on the channel. Welcome to the show, Nathan Powell. You can find him on the tweets at N Powell F. F, it is good to have you back on the Mailbag Show. Nate, man, what is good? For having me on again, Jeremy. Uh, I am living proof that if you are a guest on the Mailbag, you might get out of his radio eventually. Yeah, that's 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 probably accurate. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you, you're yeah. living... Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. Proof, but you've got to be like one of the one of the top one percenters, right? Like you're one of the one percenters that comes on the show and then actually gets your show, your own show as well. I mean, that's quite an accolade, I must say. For sure, and I wouldn't be on the show. Obviously, I'd get got to give the accolades to my my two great Bert's Laugh and Dan Senio as well. So they, they make me look good more often than than the than the opposite. Fair enough. Well, hopefully we're going to continue to make you look good here tonight, and you're going to make us all look good because we're going to be answering all the questions for the week regarding dynasty trades, player outlooks, redraft takes, start sits, DFS hits. Nate, before we dive right in, though, hindsight analysis is always easier said than done, right? But you were you were pumping the Juju Smith shoe. I call him the Smith shoe uh, juice well before this Tavis scout team news came about here. So give us your 30-second elevator pitch on the Jujus. My 30-second pitch on June always was the fact that he got selected by the Steelers when they knew they had Martavis on the rosters. He was a top-two-round pick in the NFL, and so they saw him as a, a talented enough player, knee where there wasn't really wasn't one, so they said, this guy's that good, got to get him on the team, either that or Martavis. So I, I think that Juju has a very promising future. His his college production obviously made me, made me love him, and then the landing spot really worked out well as well. Yeah, absolutely here. Now, of course, in the short term, everybody's wondering what they're, what we're going to expect from Juju here in the offense. I know a lot of people are just kind of expecting him to pick right up and take over that Tavis, uh, role. And, and I know we've kind of, I, I feel like it's safe to assume that, but snap count 
Nathan doesn't necessarily show that. I mean, you know, we, we've got plenty of Eli Rogers in there. We've got some Juju. We got some Artavis. So, so now I guess in the short term here, are you kind of just assuming this is Juju's kind of show at this point? Or are you still thinking he's going to be doing a little bit of snap share here and there? I don't think he takes on the Martavis role because I don't think he's that type of player. He's intermediate route guy. He's going to get you a first down rather than a, you know, a 40 yard touchdown type guy. He does take on the role as the guy who gets the third most targets in the offense behind Antonio. They still don't have much at the tight end position. Uh, so I, I think that there is in the, in the near future for Juju Smith, but I do think that people who are, are seeing, you know, all these short, be a bit disappointed when he only ends up scoring like six or seven touchdowns every year. Fair enough. And from a dynasty perspective, I'm assuming you're a buyer, of course. So uh, from a market value perspective, what do you, what do you think is a uh, good value for, for the Jujus? I was, I was spending a, a mid to late first in rookie. Uh, I don't think I would give up an early first in 2018, but I would still be comfortable giving up a pick into 108 range, which some people might think that's rich, but I, I think that he is a promising enough prospect who is, he's worth it. Very good. And we've had a pretty good DFS presence here on the show for the last couple of weeks. So flipping the script here, uh, from a dynasty perspective, you write a Devi stock market report over at the DLF here. Uh, first remind listeners that partake in dynasty why they need Devi in their lives. And then next, give us a lowdown on a few guys that you like as of late and, uh, maybe a couple falling as well. It's a lot of fun because it, it brings in, you know, just a whole new aspects of the game. And there's people who say, Oh, I don't Devi is it for me. Well, there, are, I know tons of very successful Devi players that actually don't use Devi picks. They always trade them. They trade their Devi players when they uh, end up drafting them. So even if you don't get into Devi simply by, you know, capitalizing other, on other people getting excited, you can, you can capitalize on for spend on Devi picks. So uh, if you want to get in the league with me involving Devi, you can always trade me those picks and I'll overpay. Very good. And then uh, give us a lowdown on a couple of uh, guys that you like here. Maybe the stock reports up or down on. For sure. The, the one guy who is like relative unknown to one of the best backs in college football is Bryce Love of, of Stanford. You know, he's having one Debbie league, but for the most part, he's unowned in most of my Debbie leagues. And I think that he's a guy who's going to do the 60 of the NFL draft and end up being a, a top five RB in dynasty rookie draft. So a lot, he's, you know, putting up record setting numbers at Stanford. He's it, when you're beating Christian McCaffrey number for yourself. And then a couple of guys that have, have fallen. It, it always thinks when stock falls, that definitely happens a lot in college as much as it does in the NFL. Uh, Jacob Eason started the season as starting quarterback at Georgia, one of the more promising quarterbacks in the 2019 class. But then he got into a freshman, took his place, and ended up, you know, pretty much taking the job from him. So then his Debbie go transferring to re- be able to regain any sort of value Debbie wise. And then Shea Patterson, uh, who was off to a great start, another top 2019 quarterback. Um, he ended up getting have a season ending injury last week. So, uh, obviously that doesn't really hurt him from an NFL perspective, but to see that good play anymore. Very good. Yeah, and if you want to take a look at any of uh, the, the Debbie reports, make sure you take a look at that over at Dynasty League Football. Um, he's writing that over there. And then, of course, from a rotaviz.com perspective, um, you know, if you're in the Debbie Leagues or the Dynasty Leagues, you're always going to want to take a look at the uh, the rookie uh reports that are available here on the site and you're also going to um you know tune in rotoviz radio now of course we've got the college football show just a great show that you're going to want to tune in and right now all of this content 
uh, of course, is 30% off. So you can do that. Just click on the podcast page. Just go to rotoviz.com, click on podcast, and right there you're going to get 30% off. Uh, it's, it's one of the best deals out there in the industry. And a subscription to Rotoviz literally is one of the best deals out there into the industry when you think about all the value that you're getting for your dollar. So again, 30% off. Go ahead and check that out. And then also, if you enjoy the show, you listen to us every single week, do us a solid and go ahead and rate us out on iTunes. And uh, we'll be happy to um, continue this service going forward as well. And if you have any QQs that you want answered on the show, hit us up, rotovizradio at gmail.com, and we'll get those answered for you. All right, Nate, let's get going for the week here. Uh, The first question we have is redraft. I've been trying to sell Stefan Diggs this week uh, because he's getting healthy, and I guess I'm higher on him than my league. Uh, Deion Lewis and Adam Thielen was the best offer I could get. Now, if I do this deal, this leaves me still with Michael Crabtree, Keenan Allen, and DeAndre Hopkins as my top three wide receivers, and it also adds Lewis to Alvin Kamara and Jordan Howard as my top running backs. So I know maybe I'm not getting enough for Diggs, but does it actually help my roster? I don't think it does. When Diggs was healthy and, and even with it, he was looking like the second coming of, of San Antonio Brown, uh, you know, before he got hurt. So he'll return to being that, you know, top eight to 12 wide receiver. And when you're looking at your return there, I was going to be scoring less points than Stephon Diggs. And Deion Lewis just doesn't have enough week to week consistency. You're going to feel comfortable starting him at all. Very good. All right. And then from a dynasty perspective here, the next one up is uh, with uh, somebody who's really hot in the industry right now, just in terms of uh, coverage here, Joe Mixon. Um, heading into the season, this question uh, thought Joe Mixon was going to have the most upside of the top running backs in the draft class, realizing there was some downside, but he didn't necessarily think it was going to be due to motivational type concerns. So uh, he realizes the arrow is pointing down here, but does he stomach it and just kind of hope for the best at this point or sell on 80 cents on the dollar? Sorry, was this redraft or dynasty? Dynasty. Uh, for dynasty, I, I think that Mixon is a hold. You know, you, you can't sell a guy who where Gio Bernard and Jeremy Hill both could be gone from Cincinnati as soon as next season. So that's such a high pick in Mixon that they're going to have patience with him. They're going to, you know, give him workhorse type care by himself next year. So I, I think that, you know, if you're going to sell for 80 cents on the dollar asset that it has as much upside as Mixon, which might be something that's hard to do at that price. Yeah, I'm with you there as well. I mean, bring him to Bring that, bring that to me for 80 cents a dollar. Uh, you know, we're not seeing it right now, but you know, we've seen what the, the squeaky wheel does to a roll type of player with, uh, Martavis Bryant. But maybe, maybe that effect is a little bit different here with Joe Mixon. Maybe he actually sees the ball more than nine times next, next week here or this weekend here. Next question, Nate, is redraft. How much, um, do Austin Eckler and Brandon Oliver hurt Melvin Gordon's value going forward? I don't think so. I think that they hurt him as me or RB2, RB3 hurts uh, a running back. So I, I think any, if anything, they're, they're changing. Melvin Gordon's still going to be getting the touchdowns uh, rushing and receiving in the red zone for the Chargers. So Gordon guy, and I don't think Eckler or, or Oliver really scare me off there. Yeah, Melvin Gordon was somebody that might have had a lot of people on tilt the last couple of weeks here, whether they didn't use him when he was uh, uh, unpopular in the DFS industry or they did use him uh, last week when the likes of Austin Eckler came into town. So, Nate, this 2017 season thus far, what has been your biggest tilt? Uh, the biggest tilt for me has to be, like, all of my favorite players getting injured. Mm. Robinson. <laughs> it's It's been a rough year for injuries. Uh, Dalvin Cook was another injuries are always you know expected but when they happen 
week in and week out to all your guys' fantasy teams, it, it becomes tough to stomach. Yeah, I'm with you there. And of course, nobody wants to listen to us talk about our fantasy teams, but we're going to anyway. I mean, when you, when you have a team that just starts out with, you know, Quincy and Nunez and then, and then, you know, DeAndre Hopkins or, uh, Mike Evans, a little bit of nibbles here and there, Odell Beckham, um, geez, and then Allen Robinson. And then I don't remember who the hell else, but basically I have like five big names. I was a clear contender coming into this league and like just everyone died, like dead. Everyone's dead like what do you do with that there's nothing you can do but uh play draft because draft is something that you can do right now it doesn't matter how many injuries you have on your dynasty team or your redraft team uh you're going to want to go ahead and take a look at that it's a really cool app it's one of my new favorites right now um, because on the draft app you can play for straight cash homie whether it's one dollar or a thousand dollars there had the heads in there there's tournaments in there uh there's some pretty cool tournaments now where it's one week but there's also some pretty cool bracket uh bracket style tournaments where they kind of uh, expand over the course of four weeks here. So really cool stuff going on with Draft right now. You can also go on the web browser at PlayDraft.com. So you're going to want to go ahead and take a look at that. Um, sign up now. Use the code RVRADIO, and your first deposit will be on Draft. For $3, all you have to do is use the code RVRADIO, and we'll go ahead and get that over to you. So, again, whether you're doing it via mobile or PlayDraft.com, uh, that's definitely something you're going to want to take a look at here. Um, um, all right, here, Nate. Next question we have for the week here is uh, DFS. Pricing looks really tight this week, so are you trying to force a value guy into rosters in order to free up space for a couple guys up top or building balance because of it? Yeah, when, when it's a bit of a challenge salary-wise, I definitely tend to look towards more of I, I just go with the, the try and sneak some value. You know, it, every week when you have the 3,400 guy that, that doesn't actually end up being value, you know, the value comes when Everyone thinks there's no for the guy that you like, and then you actually still end up spending up on the guy who's our 8,900, 9,400 salary. So, uh, when it's tight, I actually try and go towards the higher end guys. Very good, very good. Yeah, this is going to be a tough week because, I mean, clearly the the chalk play is going to be like Josh Dodson at DraftKings, for instance, 3.9K. You know, maybe what's he, what's he going to get, three targets, four targets, five targets, maybe two catches, maybe three catches, maybe five catches. Like, none, none of us really know. And according to the coach here, it's going to be the hot hand, right? So, like, what, what what the hell are we supposed to do with that? But I think he's going to, at least from a cash game perspective, he's going to be chalky enough where, you know, you can just go ahead and do it if you want access to some of those higher-end guys. Um and so, I mean, I, I don't hate eating the chalk because I know there's insulation in it in this particular instance, uh, allowing you kind of go up. So, um, but, but I definitely see the merit because I've, I've already started to really like some of those guys in the mid K range. Um, you know, with, with like a Kirk Cousins as opposed to a Carson Wentz. Um, and, you know, using guys like Alvin Kamara and, and, and McCaffrey as opposed to, to LaShawn McCoy, you know, so, so it's going to be an interesting week here for the build. All right, uh, the aforementioned Josh Doxson here. Dynasty, what's the play with him? I, I think it's time to buy Josh Doxson. I think that it, it's it, – people t- talk about, okay, after their first big touchdown, okay, now, when is the buy to, time to buy him? And it's not after his first big game. The time to buy Doxson is in a few – Meyer has a big game or Jordan Reed has a big game, and it's like, oh, is Doxson back to being third or fourth on – so um, if, if you were a believer in Doxson and weren't able to buy low – now is the time to just wait a few weeks because there's going to be a game where he's lower on the totem pole. Very good. All right, Nate, what is your favorite memory, fantasy or non-fantasy related? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, <laughs> um, this is not so much a favorite memory, more so a, a favorite nightmare. 
kid, they had like on on Father's Day at at the Rays game, they had this. You get to sleep on the. So my my dad and I we we slept on Tropicana Field, and I woke up and my dad wasn't next to me. So there I was in the middle of the Tropicana Field with hundreds of you know ads, and I was like, where is my dad? And I went running everywhere trying to find my dad and couldn't find him. Eventually, hey, I lost my dad, and so they went on the the the, the intercom like. Hey, uh, we have a lost child at the front, and so then I found my dad. I got a free pack of baseball cards out of that, so that was the best deal. <laughs> <laughs> they they only gave you a free pack of baseball cards for that, though, huh? I feel like you should. I, I feel like you should have. You should have aimed higher, you know. Yeah, season tickets. <laughs> So similar story, I guess when I was maybe like six years old, um, it was either my parents or my grandparents. I don't remember who it, which it was. And I don't even remember which of the either Lincoln Park Zoo or Brook, Brookfield Zoo. Uh, one of the two in the Chicagoland area. Apparently, um, one of them decided to leave me in the, the lion area in the zoo all by myself. I, I don't think it was like they left me there and then drove away. You know, I think it was only like a half hour. But I mean, being a half hour with, with some pretty wild, bodacious animals all by yourself when you're six years old, it kind of leaves a scar um, like that. I didn't even mean, but like scar, Lion King, get it? Oh, my gosh. All right. I'm just, I'm just going to keep moving on from there because I was pretty awful. <laughs> you, were, you, were, you were on Harambe, so there you go. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. All right, redraft PPR start three from Alvin Kamara, Carlos Hyde, um, Landry. Well, too late for that one. Doug Baldwin and Michael Thomas. I'd go with the the, the three that didn't play time <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, winner, winner, chicken dinner. All right, dynasty. I scooped Demarcus Robinson and can't decide if his long-term value is sustainable or not. You know, I, this is interesting. I went on the dynasty 101 uh, with my good buddies uh, Ron McLeese and 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 Dave uh, over at um, at Fake Pigskin here, and I. I I put him as a sell. Now we've got two weeks here. You know, this is the type of guy that I like to to just churn and get another third round pick, try to package that up, move him into a second pick. But now we've got multiple weeks here with, you know, some some pretty decent target share two weeks in a row here. So did I miss the boat on this one? Or are you still selling? I don't, I don't think you missed the boat on Demarcus Robinson. I think your average midseason dynasty waiver wire pick up a guy who is in his rookie season. And you're like, oh, this guy's interesting. And I, I'm not sure I see much long-term upside from him. I think that he's just your run-of-the-mill pickup. I agree. The, the, the churn move where you go Robinson in a third for an early second would be the optimal move. Very good. All right. The next one here is redraft for a deep 16-team league. Uh, more rest-of-season value between Deontay Thompson or Dontrell Inman. Hashtag Firefox. I mean, yeah, I can't agree with him more. With respect to firing John Fox here, but I mean, the Bears get rid of Deontay Thompson. And of course, right, right away, you know, you see him connect. Uh, and then of course, they bring in Dontrell Inman here. So, um, I don't know. Is this tit for tat, potato, potato? Is there any value to be mined here? No, I, I don't think so. But in the short term, I would definitely prefer desperate for a, a bi week fill in or something like that because it's tough when you have switching teams mid-season before the season this this has been my excuse for Sammy this season is that he doesn't know, uh if Sammy doesn't know the playbook in Los Angeles then I don't think Dontrell Inman can pick up the lead to where he's going to be getting you know consistent targets early on there is no playbook in Chicago all he has to do is go there and just block that's all he has to do right <laughs> i mean they they yeah. don't run, they don't run routes they don't do anything i mean they're just looking to slow them gosh so awful. Like I, I get it. We've got an awesome defense in Chicago. Really cool. But you know, th- this isn't 1983. 
All right, you you need to be able to get some offensive. I'm just gonna move on before I just completely go on tilt here. Fuck Mary Kill, uh, that didn't see that uh, coming addition from a coaching perspective. So the aforementioned John Fox makes this week's list along with Mike Tomlin and Ben, ben McAdoo. Says somebody to Mary, uh, my best coach of this crew. I am going to kill Ben McAdoo because. Killed uh, Odell Beckham because he let Eli throw terrible passes to him, and and John Fox. Uh, I guess I'll have uh, a one night soiree with with Mr. Fox. Yeah, I mean, you you know, at least he's going to be a little conservative in the sack, right? I mean, he's not going to take any risk. <laughs> he's not going to take any chances with you. He's he, he's definitely not going for the home run, Nate. <laughs> no, not at all. John Fox is not a home run kind of guy. John Fox is like, uh, excuse me, may I may I pick your daughter up for dinner at six o'clock? And um, you know the the curfew is have have her back at ten thirty. John Fox definitely has her back at nine o'clock, right? Well, for sure, for sure. All right, Ben Ben McAdoo though. I don't I don't uh, yeah no. You you don't let your daughter date Ben McAdoo. All right, redraft. What should I make of the Tennessee offense going forward? I have both Rashard Matthews and Derrick Henry, but realistically, when can I play them? Yeah, the Tennessee offense, the the weapons have been inconsistent, and they're just waiting for Demarco Murray to stop. I think that once that happens, then Derrick Henry will be able to run through that offense. And with I think that you know he's just going to be that guy who's an inconsistent asset. You know, in a deeper league, I guess you can play him because there's that there's not that many assets to play, but um, you know, at times so Corey Davis gets healthy and supplants him as the wide receiver one. I think that happens very soon. Yeah, this this is the type of offense that's tough. I mean, they, I just talked about being a Bears fan. I mean, I I can only imagine and appreciate how frustrating it has to be to be a Tennessee fan right now because coming in, I mean. It, it, Clearly, you had to see some regression coming there from Mariota. Like, you can't be that efficient. But, I mean, all all the wide receiving power there, you, you've got a couple running backs, and just, like, what the heck happens? Just something falls off the deep end there, and then you can't figure out what's going on with the offense there. And it's frustrating to have to deal with. I mean, that's why, you know, especially I relate to, especially being a Bears fan, um, you know, I, I don't have to sit there and watch the Bears and, and hate it and not put any action anywhere else. Similar to, like, being in fantasy football, you know, I, I feel guilty saying this, Nate, but sometimes in fantasy football, I like when my team is on a bye because then I can guilt-free watch the red zone and don't feel obligated to watch shitty football the whole time. But another way you can hedge that is to actually dabble and get into some of the betting. And I do that over at my bookie. Uh, it's one of the best sites out there, and they're really just a, a great hosted site over there. They've been in business for years, and the rep is rock solid. Um, so what I'll do is I'll uh, basically take a look at who I'm rostering from a DFS perspective, and I might not want to go out and, and build another 10 to 15 lineups there, but I can actually hedge a little bit because, you know, I'll put a little bit more money on DFS than I actually do on the on the sites right now, but on the sites then, I can hedge with a couple guys that I don't have exposure to on DFS, um, but still want to get a little bit of action on. So that's a good way to go ahead and, and take advantage of that. Uh, and look, you listen to this show, you listen to the rest of the Road of His Radio shows, this is simply going to give you an edge for you to win and cash out. So uh, again, I'm 
I'm urging you to go ahead over to mybookie.ag. You win, they pay, and that's kind of an important consideration here. Again, there's in-game live betting, the most rewarding player perks in the business in an all-new mobile site. And right now, use the Roto code, uh, the promo code, Roto Mailbag, to activate your offer. Again, that's visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, and you get paid. And also, uh, we need to make sure, we'd be remiss not to mention the 100% bonus for signing up is not 100% anymore. It is 50%. So if you're still listening, uh, well, I know you're listening because you're listening, but um, if you haven't checked out mybookie.ag, you're still going to get 50% off your initial deposit, or uh, I should say 50% match. So go ahead and check that out. And uh, also, there's a pretty cool casino over there online for you to go ahead and uh, dabble in some of the cards and the, and the slot stuff as well. So go ahead and check that out. All right, here we go. A couple uh, quick ones here, Nate. We have Dynasty, Jordan Howard, or Des Bryant? Des Bryant, easily. I, I think that people often, you know, put the demise of the, the old quickly, and Jordan Howard could be out of a starting job more quickly than Des Bryant is. Very nice. good. Uh, and also another one. Uh, this one was more interesting to me here. Uh, Dynasty, Zach Ertz, or Alvin Kamara? I'm going to go with Kamara there. I tend to go with the, the running back wide receiver over the tight end in these type of scenarios. Ertz has been killing it, but so has Kamara. Yeah. Oh, boy. I mean, this this one got me, right? Because I, I normally go with Kamara uh, as well because, I mean, clearly he's going to be involved in, in this, you know, even in negative game scripts here. But, I mean, something what, what Zach Ertz is doing, I'm just thinking, okay, like, is this the absolute ceiling? Is this repeatable going forward? You know, similar like Carson Wentz is just on another level right now, but is he going to be on another level next year as well? I mean, everybody thought Dak was going to be on another level, and he's still great, don't get me wrong, but he has regressed some from last year because of external factors offensive line woes uh things of that nature you know just game script that has slowed down overall so i i think i'm gonna go i think i'm gonna go Ertz on this one i love kamara but i don't think there's a for my for for me personally i don't think there's a right or wrong answer here but i think that speaks to how how well zach Ertz has done and i didn't do a lot of zach Ertz drafting and best ball leagues i was like uh, i don't know he's going a little too early for my taste and uh should have bought in what are you gonna do right for sure uh, Nate, the next one here is about you. Uh, I love the Nate questions. Uh, so this one is your worst job you ever had. <laughs> uh, sad, sadly, the the first nine months college, I I have a laundry list of worst jobs. But I, I for my worst job, all I was a, a door to door fundraiser for PBS, mm-hmm. and I, I did it in August in Tampa, Florida. Oh gosh! So so from basically the afternoon. Until like eight at night, every single night, I was door to door fundraising. Door slammed in my face at least eighty times a day. So that was and good at the job. Um, <laughs> we were supposed to average like getting like one hundred fifty dollars a day and be five. So they were like, "Yeah, you're, you're leaving now." <laughs> Now, so now let me ask you this, because of course I did something similar, right? Selling door-to-door newspaper subscriptions. So when you when you got to the door, did you did they answer the door and you're like, hey, yeah, it's it's me, Nate. You know, I was just talking to your neighbor Joe down the street, and he was actually just helping us out with this great fundraising pledge that we have going on. And here's what we actually have. So if you want to take a look at this package right here, this is actually the one that Joe took advantage of. And you're like, wait a minute. Joe didn't take advantage of this. Like, is that, how'd you, and how'd you know that? Like, did you do anything similar to that? Because believe it or not, it's pretty shysty, but it worked. Oh, I, I it's funny because we tried a lot of strategies. I don't think I ever tried, uh, just outright lying saying, Hey, your neighbor Joe, uh, you know, donated to PBS. No, 
I, I mostly just said, hey, hot outside, and uh, you're donating to kids, so do it for the kids. <laughs> it, it's, it's all about the kids. Yeah, and, and there were six neighbors uh, down the road here that they were helping out with the kids as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Redraft. Can I trust the blunt this week? That's that's actually yeah, a Laguerre okay, blunt that, question. That, in case you thought I was actually talking about something else, I'm just making that clear. Well, both you can trust both Laguerre blunt and and the not mentioned other thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that blunt gets in the end zone. Eagles offense has been explosive. Touchdowns in, in the red zone. It's such a good spot for him. It really is. I mean, I mean, obviously we can't expect a 73 yard pitch and catch scamper to the to the to the house with with blunt. But yeah, I mean, if if you're not going to use him this week, then just just cut him. You know what I mean? This is a redraft question. You're you're wondering if you can use him. Like if you're not going to use him right now this week, then just get him off your roster because there's no better spot to use the blunt. All right, moving on here, Nate. My favorite movie within a movie. Take movie one's cast of characters, pick them up, and move them into a completely different movie spot. What's the new movie, and how does uh, how does it play out? All right, I'm gonna go. With, I'm gonna do, do a little sports action. I'm gonna go put. Oh, the, this is gonna actually. This is gonna be a first. Sorry, I don't want to cut you off, but you're the first on a sports show, mind you, that has actually taken this to sports, which is okay. kind of crazy. Uh, all right, I'm going to put the cast of Mighty Ducks. In the move of the Titans, and then well, you, you cut out on that one. The cast of cast of Mighty Ducks to where? <laughs> and the cast of Mighty Ducks into Remember the Titans, and actually end up being good. <laughs> so, all right. So Emilio Estevez plays the Denzel Washington part. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, all right. So you got to do a reenactment of a speech in the in the graveyard, then, right? I mean. I, how do you, how do you, because I mean, that's a pretty, <laughs> I, I don't have that in my back pocket. Unfortunately. <laughs> it's going to be a powerful speech. I mean, I don't know if Emilio Estevez is going to actually be the one to pull that off though. Right. Because I mean, he's, he's good. Right. But he's men at work. Good. One of the greatest movies ever made, by the way, men at work. All right. All right. So let me give you another one. Okay. Take two. Have you, have you seen men at work? No. Oh my gosh. All right. Well, I'm clearly just, just, just flaming out on this one. So the only thing I can say, Nate, is you have homework. Men at Work is a glorious film and you must watch it. So that's your homework by the time the next show airs. Deal? <laughs> Okie doke. <laughs> All right. I'll discuss it on the trade cast with you. <laughs> nice. Nice. There we go. Perfect. All right. Redraft. Uh, this is, this is a good one here. Nelson Aguilar, Calvin Benjamin, Chris Hogan. Start two. I've got the first two here. I never thought I would say I'm not going to play Chris Hogan, but I mean, I don't, I don't know. What, what about you? I, I'd be benching Benjamin. I'd... No, and, and forgive me. I, I have been away all day. There, there's no more lingering injury issues with KB, are there? I not that I know of. Yeah, it's a good spot for Nelson. It's a really good spot for Nelson. Uh, holy cow, how the tables have turned. It's a good spot for KB. And Chris Hogan, yeah, I, I get it. I definitely get it, right? You've, you've got the Patriots offense here. Either, either way you want to go with this one, I actually wouldn't, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't say you're crazy if you go KB over Hogan this particular week. Uh, all right, Nate, if you could go anywhere, past or present or future, where would you go? All right, I'm, let's, let's go with, uh, America in 1960, uh, because, uh, I was watching a documentary in, in high school. Uh, said, uh, there's nowhere else I'd rather be than in America in 19 since I wanted to go to America. 
You know, you know what's funny about this, Nate, is I was waiting for to see if you would say the year again because um, the, the audio um, just cut out on that one. But but just ironically, both times the audio cut out was right when you said 19. So both times I couldn't get the actual decade. Jeez, this is a fantastic podcast. 1968, right here next. 19, got it. All right, all right. <laughs> and, and just because you saw a documentary that said so, huh? That that's That's how much you're living on the edge these days. For sure, you're, you're. I mean, you're not a teacher or anything like that now, right? <laughs> uh, my my Stuart Nixon in 1968, but yes, the life of a teacher. Indeed. You realize like that officially makes you old, right? Oh, for sure. <laughs> All right, just just it's making. It's not young Nate anymore. Like in the, I mean, like you're a vet now, right? Like, how does it feel to be one of the vets? Yeah, I, I think because I started in the fantasy industry at like 19, Amy is 19, but now it's. Five years later, and I'm 24. Which I mean, I'm obviously still older than me, but uh, I'm not. I'm not quite the 19 year old I once was. You, you're you're five years older, and you're half the man you used to be, right? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> that was then. This is now. <laughs> All right, Nate. Uh, last but not least, uh, give us a bold prediction for this week. Prediction for this week will be that you know what? We'll stick with it. Chris Hogan finishes the wide receiver one overall this week. Oh snap! Well, there you go. Whoever whoever got the last redraft question here, we've got a bold one here. So uh, make sure you have Chris Hogan in your lineups. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Fantasy Football Mailbag, a word of his podcast. And if you have any questions you want answered on the RV Mailbag, you can go ahead and submit them via email at rotovisradio at gmail.com or on Twitter at rotovisradio using the hashtag RV Mailbag. Nate, my man, many thanks for carving out the time and coming on back to the show. Any last-minute plugs? Um. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, that's it, Jeremy. We've had some technical difficulties. This might be the most technical difficult show I've ever had. It's not very smooth. Like I said, I said before the show that you are editor extraordinaire. I, I have faith. Oh my gosh! You, you know what's funny is that in that in that last plug right there where if there's last like oh my gosh i can't even speak now because i asked you if there's any last minute plugs and we had to do three or four more takes just for you to come in and say nope. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez all right um i'm just all right i'm gonna figure out how to slice that one. Oh, and be sure to follow him on twitter at n powell ff that's uh powell with one w and two l's and that's two f's in ff in case you were wanting please don't forget to rate and review the show on itunes i'm jeremy hart at fantasy gumshoe okay bye Thank you for listening to Rotoviz Mailbag, a special edition of Rotoviz Radio. Please review the podcast on iTunes under the Rotoviz Radio feed. Contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you think, so follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the show by subscribing to Rotoviz at a 30% discount through the NFL Podcast homepage, rotoviz.com slash podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Whatchamacallit? You know, the, the thing I'm a dude that I could use these days. Very, very underrated candy bar, by the way. Whatchamacallit. Well, you tell me you know the whatchamacallit. I, I mean, I've heard of it. I, I don't know if I've ever had it, though. Oh, no. Oh, that's that's an epic failure. You have to get the whatchamacallit. The quick brown fox jumped over the lazy dog. Damn, that dog sucks. Well, today... 
day, uh, I had my kids, uh, my students screaming, and so I took her to the quiet room, and then she screamed some more, and some more, and some more, and then I took her back to class, and she stopped screaming. So that was fun. <laughs> that sounds like being a parent, but worse. What are you doing, Nate? Hola. What the hell was that? That was you, not me. Okay, I thought that was you me. You, you, you picked that up, right? This mic picks up everything. All right, here we go. Nope, uh, that's it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's I mean, I'm so sorry. I feel like, I feel like it's all my fault. <laughs> it's, it, it's no these things are nobody's fault like this shit just happens sometimes right like there's nothing you can do yeah oh okay okay yeah 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 <laughs> oh man. all right Love a good deal? Sail into the season at Banana Republic Factory's Mega Labor Day Sale. Entire store 50 to 70% off. Dresses from $19.99. Polos from $16.99. Find your nearest store or shop online only at Banana Republic Factory. They call you the Grill Master. You've seared the thickest porterhouse in the butcher shop. And as you lift that first forkful to your mouth, you savor the moment. To get amazing offers during the Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, like the 2019 C-Class Sedan and GLC SUV, the perfect recipes of driving performance. Plus, you can enjoy six months of Sirius XM All Access included. The Mercedes-Benz Summer Event, now serving limited-time offers on a select lineup of vehicles. Offers end September 3rd. Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in the new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series premiering Sunday, June 6th, only on Showtime.